Thanks for joining into the SCN show on the Schmodown Entertainment Network, produced in partnership with Skybound Entertainment. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. That's a big stretch. That's a big stretch. Everybody get a big stretch in. Everybody get a big stretch in right here. And I'm so glad we are doing this show virtually because I got a mean case of morning breath, baby. <laughs> oh, your boy didn't brush his teeth yet because I Ew. slept through every alarm that I had. Because the one day I wanted to wake up and go work out, I couldn't fall asleep. That's I thought life. that was your thing, though. It's like Ben doesn't brush his teeth. That's the secret. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's on my Hinge profile, like, things you can like, but, you know, hence me being single, Beth. Like, I, I get it. <laughs> I get no it. ladies are like, oh, my God, me too. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, I've been Finally. waiting for this moment. <laughs> uh, good morning, everybody. Welcome to our second day on Twitch. And don't worry, I, you know, should I just keep track of the days, like, how many days we're on Twitch? And then just be like, welcome to our 83rd day on Twitch. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. That is Join so optimistic. I don't know when the last time we've done a show together, Kate. I feel like it's been a while. I've been kept from you. I've been kept from Brett. I don't know if anybody's noticed. Brett and I have been separated. The children have been told to sit at separate tables. Yes. You guys yeah. have been split yeah. up in the class. The substitute yeah. teacher's like, nope, you over here. You in group blue. You in group green. Yep. But what like, they don't know is like putting me with Beth May maybe a bigger problem than putting me with Sheridan. Do you know what I'm saying? Problem. She's already We've stolen Brett's job. Like she stole <laughs> Brett's job when she was on the show with Brett and now she's here to take your job as well. It's they gonna be the Beth May play date in no time. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately they made a huge mistake. I'll tell you what, they did. And uh, Christian told me at the beginning, bef before the draft, he's like, by the way, I think you're really gonna dig Beth May. And I was like, I think I'll be in charge of that, okay? Yeah, and then like I met her within, and within a second I was like, oh, I'm in love with her. <laughs> you can't. How do you not like Kristen Wiig? You know? Oh, that's too. I'm a, I'm obsessed with her. That's too kind. Yeah, a comparison. Like yeah, okay, Beth, I gotta ask. So someone that likes Kristen Wiig, did you like uh, Vista Del Mar, Barbin, Barbin Star? I've got Vista? some hot takes. Okay, are okay. you ready? Um, so I've heard like just like the. I've heard it's hilarious, and I've heard it's the worst movie ever made. So, like, <laughs> I'm just, like, I'm I'm wondering if I should watch it. Okay. I feel like it's a super enjoyable movie. I feel like if it's, like, something you're you're popping on um, and you're not thinking much about it, I think you'll have a thrilling time. I, um, I really hated um, Jamie Dornan's performance in it. I think he's such a strong, dramatic actor normally. I mean, I loved him in The Fall. Um, and I just think he like was not good in it. I, I mean, yeah, my opinion, obviously, um, and I couldn't do what he does, but I just feel like just tonally, he just didn't know what like movie he was in. Um, but I, I mean, I, yeah, other than that, I loved it. Loved it. Nice. I'll have to check it out because I've heard like, re it's like, and that's the thing. It's like, it's either the funniest movie or it's the worst movie. This is the first, Beth, you are the first mid-review of like, yeah, I enjoyed it. 
Like, no one has enjoyed it. They've either loved it or they've hated it. <laughs> they call me Beth the Nuance May, you know? Oh, like, whoa! <laughs> but I, can see, I can see the middle ground here. Whoa! That's, that should be I'm the only middle person. Ground May. You yeah. know Trisha loves that alliteration. There it is. <laughs> and lastly, but not leastly, Alex Marzoni. How you doing, buddy? Hello, I'm good. Um, you know, I'm uh, I'm kind of in the middle ground here of uh, Jungle Cruise. I saw it yesterday. Okay. I liked it a lot, and I thought I saw its problems. But um, yeah, standing firmly right in the middle of it. Okay, Kate, are you with me in that she's oh. not here anymore? She's not with me. <laughs> oh, I am. Oh, man. I'm here, but I feel like if I take my camera off, you won't know that I'm eating. Oh, nope. We can fucking hear it. Um, huh? Huh? What? I feel like if I take I my camera off, I no eating. <laughs> um, um, okay, Beth, actually, Kate, the, I want to ask. The audio think. only eating is like definitely like a kink or something, right? Right. Like that's we gotta we gotta make sure we like earn that. We gotta make okay. sure we get that as a goal. Oh, so sorry, guys. guys I, sorry, my my uh, my camera went out real quick, but <laughs> I wasn't eating. So what's up? <laughs> What's up, guys? <laughs> Nothing. You're, you're okay. good. Sweetheart. Okay. Okay. Uh, Link Skywalker, thank you for the seven month subscription. Holy crap! Thank you. Appreciate wow. it. Wow. Um. Okay. So you were gonna ask me something. You were gonna ask. Yeah, if I, I was. I want to ask the panel this before we dive okay. into. I don't even know what our main topic is today. Honestly, I didn't even look at the fucking email. Sorry, Alex. I love you. Oh. Um. Uh. <laughs> Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle. Oh, I am excited about that. I saw that headline yesterday. Um, do you guys what have you, has, has everyone seen Jungle Cruise? I haven't, but I haven't. if depending on what you ask, I might have an opinion anyway. The Joker's <laughs> back one thousand nine hundred and eighty-seven donated twenty dollars. This is for Beth May being Thank on the you. show. Sorry, Ben, you come in second yeah. today. It's okay. I'm. I'm, I'm it's a solid silver medal. Heck yeah. You find me somebody. We've been corrupted by the Olympics to think that only gold matters. I'm like, yo. Yeah, yeah let, me, let me ask you this before I ask the rock question. How do you how did y'all feel about the two high jumpers sharing the gold medal? Did you guys see I, that little clip? I thought that was wonderful. And if I was in the Olympics with a huge amount of people, I'd be like, yo, we should all share gold, right? Like <laughs> <laughs> I I you didn't see what happened. They had the exact same score. Yeah, they like they both jumped the same height and then like both failed the next the next height. And so they're like, if if you got you guys are tied right now um for gold, you can have a jump off. And the guy goes, Can we share gold? And like, yeah, sure. Like, okay. And oh, I love that. Very happy about Hell it. Hell yeah. Jump I bet that happens. Size. I bet that happens a lot in high jump because it's not like it's just like you either clear it or you don't. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Which which I like. I still find it so strange that there's like judged events like um high diving, diving. or yeah. like uh synchronized swimming it's like oh you splashed a little bit or like your center was like off tilt it's like i fucking hate that like even like gymnastics like you know with all the um, the stuff that's been going on there it's like they literally gave her less points because she was too good like we're going to give you what's her name i can't think of her name right now um the one Simone Biles, like before the whole stupid, unnecessary controversy happened with her sitting out, she did her one of it was I don't know if it was her high beam routine 
there's so many different routines and like different parts of gymnastics. And but high beam is none of them. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Isn't high beam, beam is when that? it's when you're doing like balance beam, but you've got like this car right in front of you, right? And it's like <laughs> 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 I'm, it's just beam. It's just beam. That's all. Beam. I've got one more no. like funny, dumb quip about the Olympics. And then I'm, I'm sorry, Ben. I've just been like, you know, I no, know no, no, no. That, that was really funny. And like, that wasn't, but I do, was. I just, yes. <laughs> I do want to say that, um, something that really makes me laugh. And I, I know that like the whole idea of like judge sports via like, um, like math sports in terms of scores. I, yeah, I also agree that that's kind of ridiculous. And I, I, I mean, I'm not smart enough to come up with an alternate solution there, but yeah, I'm just um, complaining. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Love it. Um, love that for you. Love that for us. I love also in gymnast in men's gymnastics, these dudes who are like, I'm going to do, um, a McTwist 740 off of this, off of this bar that they get like, Booped up by somebody <laughs> like I, I mean, they do the, like the high is the high bar. That's what they do, right? Like high bar, and it's then the bar, and then like the the pummel horse too, or, or not yeah. the pummel horse, but the rings, the rings. Yeah, the rings. Get... And so it's like I mean, these are like one of the most talented people in the world who've got incredible <laughs> vertical leap. But then just and I know it's like I, I know it has to be done, but just seeing them ooped <laughs> up, it just brings me so much joy. Um, especially because the women are able to do the little spring thing and hop up there. Um, probably cause they yeah. don't want anybody touching the women. Um, yeah. but there you go. <laughs> yeah. It, it was like everyone, when the, the Simone Biles thing happened, they were like, talk, Oh, look at Carrie Strug. She did it like on her ankle. It's like, yeah, she did it on her ankle and her career ended. And then Larry Nassar carried her off the fucking podium. Like. Let's not yeah. revel in this moment too much, guys. Let's yeah. look at the reality of it, not yeah. the fucking propaganda of it. And also, but Alex also, how dare any of us think that we know what Carrie Shrug went through before or after? Yeah. yeah. Like, she we did it and she was fine. We don't know that she was fine. Yeah. yeah no like idea if she was Maloney, like, um, the, the girl that uh, she was in the 2012 hottie. Olympics. Like, and, you know, she yeah. got, went famous for, like, making the face for the silver medal. Oh, uh, right. And like she, I looked at her Instagram story the other day and she just had, it was like 20 minutes of like just terrible stories of like shit that went down and it was fucking crazy. Like it's, our it's gymnastics wild how so we fun. like, yeah, I mean, I honestly, internet sucks. Just internet. It's awful. Um, because it's like, we just assume that we know people after seeing these little windows of their lives. And then we come up with, uh, funny jokes to tell about them. And it's like, yeah, no, we don't know them. We don't, we don't at all. I'm I'm incredibly hot between whenever I appear on shows like this. I turn into an absolute stunner. But you know, you just don't know. I, that's not <laughs> caught. Beth May, don't you ever, ever talk about Beth May like that ever again? Okay, yeah. then I'm ready for whatever you were gonna say 30 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, about the Rock. Are you got? Is it ever strange for you to have him be a romantic lead? Yes. Yeah, I want nothing to do with that. Yeah, Alex, I have so like, much to say about it's that. It's not a spoiler. Him and like you know him and Emily Blunt are gonna kiss at the end of the movie, and they what? do. 
But I have it's no like, idea. it's such a, I feel like even the studio execs knew it because it was such a quick kiss that gets like comically interrupted. Um, and I was, it's like, I love The Rock. He's enthusiastic. He's the nicest guy on the planet. It seems like, you know, we don't actually know him, but he's a, one of the biggest movie stars. But just like him being a romantic lead, I was like, I don't, it's just so different because like it never happens. He's always got like a family. But you know they're never like <laughs> making out or anything. Like yeah, we never had to see how the family got made. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I have so much to say about this, and I know I please uh, tell me if I'm just completely monopolizing the show with my thoughts uh, never. and my never. And my gonna, talking. I'm my headphones like you too, though. Beth. I mean, yeah. well, I I got to hear how much I'm talking in my room, but then also hear it's a whole thing. Um, I. I don't know why I'm so comfortable with these bad, like sweaty butt takes here in this, but like I don't really like The Rock. I, 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 Whoa. you know, I really liked him in Scorpion King, <laughs> and I, um, when I heard about the the sort of rivalry between him and Vin Diesel, I'm like, I get it, because like I believe Vin, like he and he like <laughs> that he's exactly Hashtag who he is. I believe Vin. <laughs> I and it's just like The Rock just uh when he is in movies like this just strikes me as super phony, I guess. Like, I don't believe that like kind of a, a you know, a bumbling every man or whatever would need to ever be that jacked. Like, I refuse to believe that like, I, yeah, I, there's just something that's like off to me. And yeah. um, yeah, again, like imagining him in romantic scenarios is like not, um, yeah, it just doesn't strike me as, Sorry. Okay, one more thing. Have you guys seen The Bone Collector with Denzel Washington and Angelina Jolie? Not for a while, but I have. <laughs> okay, a hundred percent no. <laughs> okay. Well, let me take you back to 1997 or whatever. But like, so it's a movie about, uh, yeah, like I don't know, collecting bones. <laughs> no, it's like a murder. It's like a murder mystery movie it. where it's like, um. Angie has like daddy issues and Denzel Washington is like the is like this uh this older cop who's like guiding her through and he's like paralyzed so he's kind of like just telling her what to do and mm -hmm. and helping her out in the, the quieter moments then like halfway through the movie like it gets romantic I'm like no it was never supposed to be that it was really uh upsetting to me and so when I think about like yeah Emily Blunt and The Rock and it's like that's upsetting to me, but I haven't seen the movie. I'm talking completely out of my ass. That's where the microphone is. And so I'm sure it's fine. Whew. No, I like, I agree. Now I'm, I'm more, probably more of a fan of a rock than, than you are. Like I like all, all of his jungle movies are my favorite, the rundown Jumanji and now jungle cruise. And then there's, you know, like fast five, but I'm definitely more on the rock side about the fast five, but honestly, I just want more of it. I don't care who wins out of the, the battle of the buff millionaires, but I just want more drama because it's just the fucking best. <laughs> I, there's I something I want to, I'm going to piggyback of what back Beth said and see if I can be articulate about this in any way, shape or form. And I'm guessing the answer is no. And I also was not eating guys. So just stop the accusations. But the point is that um, I feel like in real life, like, in, like, okay. In reality and like, not in movie world, like in reality, like Brad Pitt is one of the most beautiful men. Kate's on her hey. dial up today, apparently. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Man, I was really looking forward um, to whatever diatribe she was about to go on. She was like starting like <laughs> Force Gone seven years ago. Brad Pitt was one of the best looking men on the planet. And then just nothing. Uh, Alex, what were you going to say? Uh, I think he was miscast in this. Uh, I think he's better when he's like uh, playing into how big he is, like in Jumanji and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like I was I couldn't stop thinking, oh, my God, what if Adam Driver is in this role? Oh, wow. He like you notice in like even in movies, um, was it Rampage, like he's always like, oh, I work with gorillas, but I used to be a Navy SEAL. It's like, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. And it's an not excuse. like you just have to throw that in there because he's that fucking huge. He you can't be a normal person. You're not a normal person, Rock. Like you're you're larger than life in every way, <laughs> shape, and form on social media, in movies, just walking down the street. You are a larger than life person. Like it's so you can't just be a fucking riverboat captain that, you know, like, oh I hey. Also, like, I don't know, this is super prejudiced to me, but I don't think that anybody like could be that funny. Like if you're that huge, if you're spending that much time and I mean, I'm sure he probably is like genuinely funny in real life, but there's something about that I'm like no, you care too much to be funny. <laughs> so who would you guys have re like do you want Adam Driver? Thanks. Beth May says she is talking out of her ass. Does this make this the best fart in the room too? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And that is why I that's why that's the meaning of life. So <laughs> I'm so glad. And that's how I beat oh, Shaq. Man, so glad we listened to this. Oh, there's um, double capes. Speaker is not working. Here we go. Yeah, I love the double capes. Somehow, when right you now. came back and the other person's still here, <laughs> you now have a better connection. So whatever you're doing, <laughs> clean it up. Wait, what is there's happening? <laughs> what's happening? Too many capes. I don't know right what's now. happening, but I love it. <laughs> Too Malcolm, many capes. I'm sorry. I'm. Too I am at. How dare you? Is there Chuck today? So anyway, that's that, that's but that's my brought the other Kate back, so that Kate is gonna eat while this Kate talks. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, can you guys see me at all? Yes. yes. Yeah. The moving okay. Kate. Yes. Okay. Inside and, all of us are two Kates. I'm ejecting the doppelganger. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> so I am still on vacation, and I'm okay. on the hotel's Wi-Fi. So uh -huh. I'm so sorry. What I was trying to say is that in real in reality, we can all say like Brad Pitt is considered an exceptional looking human being. Mm -hmm. Angie Jolie is considered an exceptional looking human being. Mm -hmm. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is considered a very buff dude. Then when you put them in movies and people aren't like stopped dead in their tracks by those people, I'm like, well, now you're asking me to suspend my disc, but like yeah. you have to acknowledge that like that that's like the most beautiful woman you've ever seen. Like, it just, that gets, and it's what Beth is saying too, I feel like, which is like, Dwayne is like, he's buffed reason. He's only that buff because he's Dwayne The Rock Johnson. So when you put him into a role, he better be somebody that that makes sense for. Otherwise, like, we're just, it's going to be hard to buy it, is I yeah. guess what I'm trying to say. I mean, yeah. we're like, programmed to believe that, like, movie people are uh, upsettingly hot all the time. We're, like, raised, and so it's like, if we were... I mean, yeah, I guess if you're a kid now growing up only watching action movies where people have, like, Chris Hemsworth arms, it's like, yeah, maybe you think that, that all movie people are yeah. jacked. But, um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like... I just I, feel like I, if there's ever... 
Yeah. No, I was going to say, if there's ever a kid who's like, if there's ever like teenage girls that are. It's going great. Doing great, sweetie. Like one, one of their friends has to say like, your dad's so hot. Like, yeah. that's all I need. That's all I need is just somebody to acknowledge that like, that's, that's Brad Pitt. <laughs> well, yeah. that was um, <laughs> that was like a Jim Gaffigan joke, where he was saying like they're always casting Holly Berry as like a secretary or someone something yes. like somebody yeah. somebody get her a modeling career. She could be the next Holly Berry. <laughs> I, I'm not advocating for like That's like exactly. putting misogyny and like sexualization back in movies, but I'm saying that we should acknowledge something. We should acknowledge it. That's all. That's so funny. Long, That's exactly as long as it, one exactly. extra walks by uh, in every movie, like, "Whoa, that's a smoking hot babe!" Like, yeah. You know, then we, <laughs> we yes. got it just covered. like this like throwaway line to be like, "Your secretary is like." uncomfortably gorgeous like yeah. like yes. what what is like, she doing working like, in can an I office just, can i just hear your story secretary like how did you get here like i don't know I, I can't think of who who directed jungle cruise but emily I mean, blunt has never looked better and that's saying mm. something I like mean, she is like incredibly gorgeous. Like she's, she's like, like incredibly gorgeous, but like there was like something extra about Jungle Cruise. I was like, what is going on? And that was the same thing. It's like everyone's just like walking by, like, oh, you're a woman wearing pants. Oh, okay. And it's like, yeah, that's the joke. I guess that they <laughs> Yeah, if we had an is... extra being like, wish you weren't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bring misogyny back in movie. <laughs> this is all we want. This is all this is all Beth and I want. <laughs> Cat calls all the time. Me and Alex are just going to slide out of frame. <laughs> uh, Alex, let's get to our main topic. And yes, guys, the Schmobot is on. We still have a donation goal to meet. So send in your Schmobots, send in your hot takes about whose side are you on The Rock or Vin Diesel? What sweaty butt take do you have on this Tuesday? <laughs> Alex, hit me. All right. We got news yesterday that Blue Beetle. Jaime Reyes is cast, and the actor from Cobra Kai, whose name is Sholo Maridueña, has been wow. cast. Wow. Uh, yes, did some little research on how to pronounce it. And I, I think know I you got put it, it in the notes even, but I still couldn't, even with your phonetics, I couldn't, I couldn't <laughs> pronounce it. I try to do my best. But uh, Blue Beetle, it'll be on HBO Max and not in theaters. Unfortunately, we won't get a Mexican American, uh, a Latino. Uh, superhero in theaters, unfortunately, but we're getting one on HBO Max. Ben, what do you think of uh, Sholo Maridueña? Did you watch Cobra Kai? Are you excited for this movie? I like Cobra Kai. I'm not a, like the, the giant fan everybody else is, but I like the show. It's fun. It's like super easy to watch. Like you like breeze through a season like in like a day or two. It's great. Even though all those kids would be like in, <laughs> in straight jackets in real life, like Kids are getting thrown through fucking windows, and the parents are like, oh, God, we just got to do something about this karate. It's like, no, you need to call the police because someone almost attempted fucking murder just there. Like, it needs to, it, something needs to happen. <laughs> but I'm super excited for this. He's great in that show. Um, again, I don't know why this is not, I think this, this almost more, like, I, I don't understand why Batgirl's not a theatrical release, but sure. 
I don't know why this is not. This would fucking kill in theaters. This would appeal to younger audiences. Uh, a lot of kids grew up watching Young Justice, uh, which is like an animated show that introduced Blue Beetle. He was the in the last Injustice game, which is like a DC Mortal Kombat game. Blue Beetle is a very known character now. And with this star attached from Cobra Kai, this is star power as well as being in the DC. I think it should be a theatrical release. I don't know why this is like another person of color relegated to HBO Max type of thing. Like, I'm not trying to make this a thing, but it seems like it is. And yeah, it's it's kind of fucking weird. Uh, Beth, what do you think about this casting? Are you excited? About, do you know anything about Blue Beetle? And I, I, I don't, but you're bringing up a really good uh, sort of question with the idea of theatrically releasing it. So I'm not somebody who grew up with Blue Beetle. I literally haven't heard of Blue Beetle until right now. But um, I watched a little bit of Cobra Kai. My, my roommate, like, watched all of Cobra Kai. And uh, so I've, I've seen, like, a solid third of the episodes. And I, I, I love it because it's a, uh, it's pretty soapy and it's just like, there's mm -hmm. so much for all of its ridiculousness. There's so much transparency. And that's what I think I'm seeking in real life where it's like, they like absolutely try to kill each other. And then they're like, I'm trying to kill you because I'm jealous of you. And they just say it all out <laughs> on the line. I'm like, yes, no subtext here. I love it. Um, in terms of the, the idea of theatrically, releasing this I'd be super interested and this is more from a like I don't know from like a creative person standpoint I'd be super interested to see how it did and I I mean I I don't want I don't want a superhero movie with a a star of color relegated to being my dumb experiment to see like what can work and what doesn't but I think um we're in these, uh, as the car commercial says, uncertain times. And I, it'd be interesting to kind of throw more at the wall theatric theatrically and see what sticks. Now, I know that these big studios are never going to fucking risk that, but I think that we've seen the death of the mid-budget movie in the last, like, 20 years or so. And that is pretty devastating, I think, if if there's ever been a, an opportunity for maybe these, like, micro-budget movies to see how far they can spread with word of mouth and stuff like that. This is the time. Very easy to say that from my sweaty butt in my room, but that's just kind of my thought on it. But it's true. Like, the the, the death of mid-budget movies is is for real. I'm, but, I mean, like, you look at something like, and I know this is, like, the exception to the rule, but, like, Deadpool is $58 million. Like, you don't need $100 million, $200 million. You don't need an, an Avengers-level budget to make a good comic book movie. Uh, Kate, what are your thoughts about uh, the casting? Um, you watch Cobra Kai, right? I actually haven't, <clears throat> okay. but, um, but I agree with everything Beth said. No, um, what I'll say is that I, um, I'm, I feel like this is a thing HBO does though, and maybe I'm wrong, but I do wonder if at this point, I feel like there's been a lot of stuff that's direct to HBO Max, but correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like there's yeah. been some been stuff. I feel like, like a few just made for HBO Max, like all yeah. the WB stuff that was just simultaneous. But like uh, we had um, Let Them All Talk and No Sudden Move, or yeah, uh, yeah. that were just HBO Max. But they're starting to do this well, more. Although those year. were those did have theatrical showings, just not wide release. Yeah, yeah, very small, just for a Oscar. Yeah, um, if they did a simultaneous, like you know, like Suicide Squad this weekend's got a simultaneous release. If they did that, I'd understand. I just don't know why this is like. Yeah just being relegated only HBO Max. Like, we're not even going to try in theaters. Well, that's, I guess, the question I have, too, is I want 
wonder if because of um I wonder if listen, it could be it could be exactly what we're suspecting, which is they're sort of like, well, we're not gonna risk it. Um, we don't know if a person of color is gonna do well in a leading super. It could be that very well could be. I would not be surprised. But I also wonder too if um studios are starting to read between the lines of this Delta variant and that, you know, we could be honestly on the verge of another lockdown coming up. And like, what is the point of putting this kind of money into a theatrical release if the theaters are gonna have to close down again. Now I don't, there's no, I have no intel on that, but it does mm -hmm. seem to me like, it does seem like we're going in the wrong direction. I felt better in June than I do in August. You know what Definitely. I mean? Like, Tim Simms donated so, like, $20. I think this decision was probably made a while ago, this is a result ago, of the Pukled in the Heights flopping in the box office led to this agreement that Pukled content should stay on HBO Max or maybe the pandemic still affecting the box office. I didn't hear the first part of that. Tim Sim yes, donated and said, uh, do you think it's a result of the POC led in the heights flopping in the box office? Yes. Uh, that's what I was going to bring up. Yes. Yep. I mean, I, absolutely I, like, think. I mean, musicals are tough. Musicals are a tough sell for a lot of people. And I think mm -hmm. in the heights was uh, incredible, but it doesn't have the, uh, it doesn't have necessarily the word of mouth. Uh, people weren't as aware of it, I think, as um, like Dear Evan Hansen or whatever. I think that, you know, even suburban, even suburban dads have heard of Dear Evan Hansen, whereas like I'm a huge musical nerd and In the Heights is like one of my faves. So it's like I, you know, that's something. Yeah, I think musicals are, are very tell. Yes, I think that musicals are always yeah. a little bit of a tough sell. And I think that it was a studio's dream come true that cats became the meme that led more people <laughs> to the theater. Um, and so it's yeah, like, always uh, a little bit hard to tell correlation cause and stuff like that with stuff. And like, like, like researchers are still trying to figure out why, um, the greatest showman made money. No one knows. No uh, one knows why greatest showman fun. made money. Ultimately, studios are so risk averse. And then yeah. if something strikes gold, say like crazy rich Asians, they'll try and try again to make uh, lightning strike twice. And then when it doesn't, they'll blame it on a certain group, Asians. <laughs> like they'll just like, yeah, it's just, it's it's hard to living in a, to be living in a world creatively where you love movies and you love art and stuff like that where it's like the lotto is being played by other people who may not have your same interests yeah. and but thing, um like, yeah if it was like if you know they're looking at like delta or whatever that's totally fine like you know yeah covid's a crazy thing but you know we we're seeing with black widow right now scarlett johansson is suing because disney didn't like uh talk to them about it and, you know nolan freaked out when uh hbo max was trying to you know put tenant on there simultaneously so these things like they can make the fucking movie without like being like oh it's only going to hbo max like they would be like you know what we're gonna put it in theaters and obviously you know if things get even crazier than they are now they'd be like hey guys we're gonna just do it on hbo max and everyone's gonna be like yeah that makes sense like no one's gonna be like no i want to die to see Bl uh, blue beetle it's like no one's gonna do that yeah. but it's like to automatically say this is hbo max only for the second hero of color in a row it's just a strange thing like it's i'm not trying look. to throw it's out a bad luck yeah it's, yeah, it's a bad look yeah what do you think though i also wonder too like do you think that this then can when you when you when you predetermine how a movie's going to be released does that then can you blame your budget on that which is to say that like we're gonna have a we're gonna have a forty million dollar budget on Blue Beetle. Why? We're only releasing it on HBO Max. That's what we can do.
we're, we're not releasing it theatrically. We're like that they can keep that they can keep a budget low because they're gonna then, then they'll be able to point to like well we're not releasing it theatrically. We're just doing HBO Max. We can't spend a hundred thousand. Like we'll never get that back. That's, that's a little talk, if you ask me. <laughs> Studios should be doing that anyways, because like having a superhero movie has proven, unless you're in the MCU, it's not automatic returns. It's right. just not. But like again, like I don't think a, a movie like Blue Beetle needs to be like fucking Aquaman, like this raging epic that spans the globe for two and a half hours and has adventure, horror, sci-fi. Uh, fantasy and romance all in one movie. It's like, no, you can make a smaller movie. This he like he's a he can be a ground level superhero if you want him to. So yeah, he's gonna be a ground level yeah, superhero. Absolutely. Yeah, but you know we gotta keep the budget low, guys, because we're not releasing theatrically. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a there's a variety of different orders that all this these decisions get made in, and I can't pretend to know the like anything that's going on at one of these larger studios that that makes that decision happen or whatever but it's like i also think that some of these micro budget movies or at least like lower budget i mean yeah like in the 90s they would be considered big budget movies but now they're like itty bitty so i think about like um uh shiva baby saint maud um and then even these kind of bigger ones like pig recently um mm. that are still independent it's like these movies i think are offering are offering great opportunities if you if as a company you're like well we'll just do streaming because they are movies that have a little power in the in word of mouth and then the benefit of the convenience of you can just put it on at home and stuff like that so it's like obviously there's a lot to think about and I'm not really smart enough to really approach the whole thing but I yeah it's like I would disagree with that okay go ahead I think you are smart enough. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was sorry. That's to be clear. That's what I was disagreeing with. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's just, it, and then someone I think said Static Shock is also HBO Max exclusive, and it's just like, man, y'all are just—it's it, just piling up back there. Um, but I, like, I under for maybe like a movie like No Sudden Move, like, but even that is like, oh, that can make some money back in theaters. But like, I understand the risk of like you know paying theaters to release it and like putting it on so many screens because. Yeah, like everyone loves Don Cheadle and Benicio del Toro, but they might not go see a Steven Soderbergh movie like about a heist. Uh, but like that one's like, oh yeah, I'll watch that at home, and like that might get a few subscribers. And like, oh, you didn't hear? In the in the heist is going straight to HBO Hell Max. yes. Oh my God! What's up on the Bellagio? I'm doing. I love how you weren't even on fucking <laughs> camera and you had to get that out. Yeah, you had I to did. get that out. In the heist, I thought you would really appreciate it. That's I incredible. That's I love it. I, it was just no, like, you like that's off gold. Like, that's money. Oh, Finn, Finn in the heist. In the, you said heist, heist. In the heist. <laughs> in the heist is coming to HBO Max. In the heist. <laughs> we should stop talking about it so that you can make the YouTube full musical parody. I don't I don't want to ruin it for anybody. Um, I'm Danny I think Yoshi. That idea you probably never has heard it. my name. Yes. That <laughs> idea has legs. So let's, let's just keep it between us Got while it. we make bank on it. Let's start writing it after the show. <laughs> after I after I write my my award winning script, The Rock versus Vin Diesel, a uh, a tale of a competition, the prestige but with action stars. Oh my god! <laughs> yes, absolutely. Oh my god! I need that now. What? So what's your? I can't wait for the twist. Don't tell me the twist. I can't wait for the. Are you playing with time like Nolan does, or is it just like? 
good. They're the same um, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Every magic trick has three important muscles. <laughs> <laughs> One of them is the apple box that Vin Diesel stands on to be eye to eye with the rock. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Uh, and, Alex, what else and you got one of them's right? been dead the whole time. Yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, Ben, I got to tell you something. Have you ever wondered why internet access is so much cheaper these days? Like 30 to 40 bucks a month? It's because internet service providers like Comcast or AT&T aren't just making money off subscription fees. They're also making money from spying on your internet activity and selling your history and data to big tech companies. What's the best way to make sure that 100% of your data is encrypted and that your internet provider can't get a hold of it? Guess that ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN creates a secure tunnel between all your devices and the internet so that everything you do online is encrypted. It reroutes your connection through a secure server, and this blocks your internet provider from seeing everything that you do online. All they can see is that you're connected to an ExpressVPN server and nothing beyond that. And it's not just for your phone or computer. ExpressVPN works on all your devices, all of them. It works on your tablets, smart TVs, even your router, so your entire family can always stay and protect, can stay protected. Yes, your entire family, every single one of them. I can't stress this enough. ExpressVPN is so simple to use. You just open up the app, tap one button to connect, and that's it. That's all. Your data is your business, protected at expressvpn.com slash sen. Visit expressvpn.com slash sen to get three extra months of ExpressVPN protection for free. That's expressvpn.com slash sen to learn more and protect yourself from those little sneaky boys, those little sneaky sneaky. Sneaky sneaky. Thank you so much, Alex. I appreciate that, guys. Appreciate I've got a $10 you. Amazon gift card. I think I need to use it. Ooh, what you going to get? I don't know yet. I don't know how much money I want to give Bezos piece Damn. of shit. He did it. He's already been given the money if you have a gift card. It's true. Oh, yeah. I'm in the clear. You could buy a book, right now. You could, you could buy, yeah, a you could buy two subs to the channel. I could. Yes. <laughs> I could. Does that, that, um, Beth probably needs a sub explained to her. No, oh, like a foot long or a six inch. <laughs> yeah, see, she's confused. Yeah. So somebody yeah. should probably explain what that means to Beth. Five dollars, five dollar foot long. You can subscribe to the channel for five dollars, or wow. if you have Amazon Prime, you yeah. can link your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account, and you get a free sub with Twitch Prime. So does that does that make um, more sense to you now, Beth? It does. It does. Cool. Cool. Yeah. I'm glad Kate. I could help shed the yeah. light. I also know Kate knows a little bit about the bits on Twitch. Can you tell us about that, Kate? Oh, the bits? Yeah, the bits. <laughs> okay, so a bit, right, is a joke that you're performing, joke. right? Yeah. yeah. You're uh, taking okay. far. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, it's a yeah. bit. So for the bits on Twitch, so first of all, Twitch is a platform that you can watch content on. And Content. also, you can also, but so a bit is, you can get a two-bit or a three-bit, and I'm chomping at the bit, and um, so the thing, it's a good, you, so everybody, you can get, you can buy those. Okay, okay, okay. 
if I'm on a platform, right, I'm uh-huh. sailing right past platform nine and three quarters and I'm yes. going straight to the switch. Yes. Thank you. If that's what's going on. Thank you. Yeah. She knows. Beth knows what's up. Three quarters. So if you guys need, um, if you guys need any These other updates. Twitch questions, stream, stream lab in, Schmobot in your questions for Twitch. I got you. Uh, Beth and I got, got you. you guys. Yeah. Schmobot in your questions for Twitch. Uh, yep. Sully, thank you for the thousand bits. How many... How many dollars is a thousand bits, Kate? Well, I've been just watching Schmigadoon, so now I feel like I know. Oh. Uh, a thousand. A thousand bits. Um. Oh God. I mean, this is so, this is an easy one, Ben. Uh, you can take it if you want. Um. But I would, <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll I'll answer a harder one. But a thousand bits is it's ten dollars. I'm gonna it calculate is $10. it. Ten dollars. Yay. <laughs> You fucking Googled it, didn't you? While you were I, calling. My hands were up. I honestly was like, maybe a bit's a penny. And so I did that math. I scale that's on. Maybe. I fucking love it. So maybe. Thank you. Sorry, maybe. I'm calculating the schmigadoon bit. Uh, what schmigadoon? I'll just be good. here. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I wasn't expecting Very to love it. I love it against my will. Oh Wait, man! Schmigadoon? Is that like based on Brigadoon? Um, it's <laughs> it, it's it's like a parody of all those uh, those uh very like Rodgers and Hammerstein okay. 70s musicals. Actually, probably like movie musicals that were musicals in the 70s on camera, but like from like the 40s and 50s and. Gotcha. Um, and I feel like Beth, if it. you were, I feel like you're a singer and I'm not, but I feel like I you're a singer. I cannot sing at all. I well, am, okay, but were you, yeah. if you were cast in Brigadoon, I feel like you and I would always be cast as the same person. Probably. Were you, were you Meg Brocky in Brigadoon? Yes. I was Meg Brocky in Brigadoon. I've, I've never been in Brigadoon. Okay. Well, it would, she would be. Thank you. <laughs> so that's a different example of a bit, which okay. is that Beth just agrees with what I say. That's that's a new bit that we have. So okay. I like it. Also, I like it a lot. Also costs ten dollars. <laughs> so. It does, does cost ten dollars. Uh, <laughs> Alex, what else do we have on the docket today? We got the Jost brothers. They're going to be writing a new live-action Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie for Paramount Pictures, and this is separate from the animated one that Seth Rogen is doing for Paramount and Nickelodeon. Um, ben, what do you think of the of the Jost's? Uh, Casey Jost from Impractical Jokers and Colin from SNL. And uh, are you? Do you want another Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles live action movie? I don't know. I think animated is the way to go with this. Honestly, I think like a full animated one could be fun, and I think it would like it lends more to like the medium of it. I, I like the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like you know, back in the eighties. Um, I should know the release date, but you know, I'm not playing an inner geek in this year, baby. Um, I'm trying. Nah, don't worry about it. Um, but, uh, I don't know. The, the Michael Bay produced ones are like, they are terrifying. They are so fucking large. It's just like, I don't know if I want you to save me. Like I might, I might prefer the foot clan to this. Like it's fucking weird, but I, I think it could be fun, but. Like, I'm, I don't know. It's just like, it sucks that, like, that's all that these talented people ne- ha- can do. It's like, oh, yeah, Colin Jost and Seth Rogen, like, they can write original scripts, but 
you guys should give another try to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You guys should try that. And, you know, then then you get greenlit if you guys try that. All that um, IP money, baby. That IP that money. Yeah. And, uh, Kate, uh, what does IP stand for? Well, I used to say it was international pussy, and now I know that that was wrong. <laughs> I've been I've been corrected on that. It is, um, it's uh, it is. Did one of your children write you a treatise <laughs> okay. to tell you, you it was wrong? You stepped on the joke, Malcolm. <laughs> no, no, it's just it's intergalactic pussy. So it's, um, it's pussy that's out of this world. Mm. Ooh, nice. it's, 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 um, it's, in, it's individualized property. It's intellectual property. Intellectual um, property. No, it is, it is now officially intergalactic pussy. Like, we, yeah. we leveled up here. It is no longer international. Yeah. It's intergalactic. I just watched Men in Black 2 and 3 last night. I'm Ooh. all for this. A lot of IP. A lot of IP. A lot of IP in that movie. But, you know, when they say, like, oh, this is based on existing IP, it's like the the pussy is here on Earth. That's why, yeah. that's yeah. why we're making it. Yeah. That's intercontinental. Intercontinental. Ah, uh, yes. Mm-hmm. You like know that, what I uh, think about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is that there's just, like, why can't we make it a little simpler? You've got teenagers, you've got mutants, you've got ninjas, and you've got turtles. Can we just focus on, like, maybe one of those? Maybe two, two of them. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it's a little ambitious to try to fit all four uh, attributes into one movie. Uh, teenage turtles. I like... love Teenage Turtles. It's, it's <laughs> just actual turtles being like, fuck you, Mom. Like... And it was just a bunch of teenagers, some mutants, some ninjas, and some turtles. And they're like, yeah, this is... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like they're not one person, like yeah, they like, contain stop. multitudes. <laughs> they have layers, people. It was just like this, like movie about, oh, you know what? Like we're gonna combine all of you to make, and then just like it's just like it's, eh, it comes out. It's like why can't you do karate? It's like what are you talking about? You just put a teenager, a mutant, a ninja, and a turtle together. What did you think was gonna happen? I've got a question about ninjas. Yeah. Um, do ninjas specifically have to know karate or can they know like a different martial art? Ninjitsu. Oh, this is fascinating. Malcolm has the most um actually face on. Yeah. I know. He was like so ready to answer. Um, like, Will? <laughs> um, actually, um, actually only comes out when I present something with confidence and he corrects me. So the yes. fact that I was asking a question, um, actually means he wasn't, um, actuallying me. Like, if mansplaining was, uh, an expression, Malcolm on camera would have it right there. <laughs> it's called ninjutsu? Ninjutsu. So that's why Ninjago, they call it Spinjitsu, because they're doing a little, they're doing their own take on it, eh? Damn. Okay. Okay. Uh, did your kids like uh, Lego Ninjago? Oh, absolutely. You asking me or Beth? <laughs> Beth, did your kids like it? All seven of them loved it. Yeah. Wow. Uh, no, they love it. Both of them now. Even the three and a half year old loves it. That's great. Yeah. And I actually, I still think that that movie is, I know if you liked the TV show, you probably don't love the movie because the movie really dumps it down. But that was, the movie was sort of our entry point into the series. And oh my God, that movie is so good. It's just, I mean, it's Dave Franco plays Lloyd, but Le Justin Theroux, Ju- yeah, Lloyd and Justin Theroux, like he does the, you know, he does the Will Arnett Batman voice. 
you know, sort of. He does. That's how I was like, man, they just really did the same yeah. thing again. It's kind of, that part's kind of a bummer, but that he's always like, Lloyd. And like, there's just like funny moments where he's like, boy, you can't throw. <laughs> Seems like you didn't have a dad around to teach you how to do things like throw a ball. And he's like, I did it. <laughs> it's just, I love it. I love that movie. That's good. Uh, <laughs> Beth, are you interested at all in a new TMMT movie from Colin Jost and Seth Rogen? I have to, okay, so it's like, as somebody who is trying to wean herself off of, like, blonde hot boys, um, Colin Jost brings me back every time. There's something about him that I find so incredibly magnetic and watchable. And, uh, yeah, I'll, uh, unfortunately, I will follow him anywhere. So, yes. <laughs> I Wow. I have the exact opposite reaction to him. Beth. Okay. Okay. And I, which is, just means that you and I can both be at a party with him and have no disagreements, which is great. Like you okay. just go for it. And I'm like, I'm going to leave. There's oh, something... I will never talk to him ever. No, <laughs> no, you should, but and something... he's married to ScarJo, right? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so you Beth May and ScarJo, <laughs> same person, same person. Same person. Wow, I'm surprised by that. He just seems, there's like just so, listen, this is the irony of this coming out of me is not lost on me, but there's just so much mouth. Okay. I, yeah, like I physically that, or like yeah, physically. presence? Like 90% of his face is his mouth. Yeah, I think, um, unfortunately, like evolutionarily, I'm drawn to that. I don't know why. Yeah. I like it. I like, there's just something about him. I just feel like he looks like he has a filter. He's like doing an Instagram filter all the time. It's just like, <laughs> like just a and I felt like he was only okay doing weekend update. Beth, I really, you no, I, I mean, I, I don't watch a ton of SNL um, or at least I don't watch it. You it's on. <laughs> yeah, it's on. Um, I watch it, but Weekend but, uh, Update is definitely one of the hardest acts to follow. Like it's definitely had like SNL's absolutely. best on there. Like Tina yes. Fey, Amy Poehler, uh Seth Myers, um, Colin Quinn. Who was before Colin Quinn? Um Kevin Nealon. Kevin Nealon, that's who I was thinking of. Kevin Nealon. Like that's a those are I I don't watch I know nothing about Colin Jost honestly I've seen a few you know Twitter clips of SNL I never watch it, um, but I will say like in his slightest defense that uh, it is hard to pick up the slack on Weekend Update because like the best people on SNL have done Weekend Update. I also and think by the it's way, an insanely hard bit. Like, I yeah. think it's an insanely hard like aspect of that show to even yeah. get right. So you know who I didn't think was good at it was Jimmy Fallon, and then he went on to do his own because I was like, this guy laughs too much, and then he goes on to do his own TV show, and I'm like, oh, the thing that's so great about him is how generous he is with laughing at other people, and I'm yeah. like a big Jimmy Fallon fan now, but yeah. like it doesn't have a place on that, and. I have to say, Colin Jost, I just realized I just I just attacked him for his appearance, but obviously I am wrong about that because A, don't attack people for their appearances, but B, Scarjo. Unless so, they're the I rock. Guess, <laughs> unless they're the rock. <laughs> yeah, but for the rock, we're being like complimentary. It's like you're too like same like like for everyone we were talking about junkers, like you're too hot to be a normal person. Like, and I don't like, know. I wasn't, like I wasn't being complimentary. I was just like, you're too much. It's just <laughs> too much. Yeah. For the record, I was not complimenting the rock. I want that stated plainly. I was not complimenting. <laughs> the rock. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I just, I just feel like 
can we stop? Like, I, we have gotten, and I don't want to be one of those people like, oh, Hollywood only does remakes. They don't. There's plenty of great original movies out there, but it just seems like we've tried TMMT. This is, will now be the fourth attempt to make this something. And, it, like, if I thought that they, oh, well, let's just make one TMMT movie, and then we're done. No, they're going to want a fucking cinematic universe. They're going to want a franchise. They're going to want, you know, spinoffs, yeah. them join fucking Batman or something like that. It's just like, just stop. Just and you, like I mean, make an animated movie, make it small. And, you know, if you want to have those guys attached to it, great. But I don't need fucking Will Arnett calling himself the Falcon or Hawkeye or whatever the fuck he calls himself in that movie. Yeah, I, I also I'd think that have... it's like you say, I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, I'd rather have Seth Rogen's animated than this live action one. That's all yeah. I will say. Um, And you, I mean, you, you say like the, that. Hollywood is making original movies and stuff, but I'm like, I can't think of any that are having a big budget and a big, like, uh, so I, I know we've got Free Guy coming out, um, and I'm not even sure if that's, like, <laughs> you know, at this point, I'm so suspicious of everything that's got a relatively large budget, because, like, I don't know, does, is this already a thing? Yeah. Um, and I know so many people, specifically, like, in, uh, you know, indie land where it's like you have to write a book or like do a, a narrative podcast in order to even sell the script that you wanted to write in the first place. <laughs> so it's yeah. like, yeah, um, IP is king. Uh, Intergalactic really Pussy is king. Can't call the queen for a long time, king. but it's king. It's king. Give me those Absolutely. pentacles. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. <laughs> You just said something in Alien that was very offensive, Kate. <laughs> wow, she's doubling down. Yeah. I stand by what I said, and they know. <laughs> gotcha. Guys, you guys Schmobot in. Yeah. Yeah. in uh, who your favorite weekend update dankers were. We had a great day yesterday. Let's keep it up, y'all. Uh, Alex, what do we got next? Uh, we got our first uh, kind of official look at... Um, Miss Marvel, and it shows her not with uh, inhuman powers here, but she's got a little glove, kind of similar to like a Green Lantern, where she'll get her powers from. And also along with that, uh, it seems like uh, rumors have it that it will be pushed back to 2022, since Hawkeye will be uh, released in November, and it kind of pushes back everything else. And there's not really a time window where it could be really, uh, where it could really land and have a good word of mouth, and people will watch it, like. They did with everything else. So, Ben, what do you think of all this Miss Marvel news? Are you excited for the show? I'm curious about the show. I played the Avengers game, and the Avengers game was absolute dog shit, but that's not Miss Marvel's fault. Um, but she seems like an interesting, like, superpower and an interesting character, so I'm excited about that. And uh, overall, like, however you feel about, like, the finales of all the Disney Plus Marvel shows, some are good, some miss the mark, in my opinion. They've all been good leading up to the finale. I really enjoyed all the MCU shows on Disney+. Plus. I have no reason to think that Miss Marvel won't be another case of that. I'm excited for Hawkeye, uh, especially with uh, the Black Widow post credit scene, even though we know that's going to be, like, really probably nothing. They're going to team up in the, in the, in the end. Um, but I'm excited for that. Just to see Florence Pugh in that, that'd be great. 
Um, and then I'm excited for this and one that's too. Haley Steinfeld too, right? Yeah, Haley and Haley oh, Steinfeld is like what a duo. Yeah, uh, Edge of Seventeen is still one of my favorite YA movies like ever made. That she deserved a fucking Oscar for that role, at least a nomination. Like she was, was so great good as a in that kid movie. in that Western movie. Yeah, True, true Grit. Grit. I mean, yeah. she she, she, was, she was nominated. nominated yeah, yeah, she was nominated for she Oscar. She got nominated for, for True Grit. Yeah, she yeah. was. Thank you both for knowing exactly what I was referring to. <laughs> I mean, uh, like, I think she's consistently really excellent. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. D- Dickinson, well, I wasn't a huge fan of the show itself, but she was always just bringing in the work. So, And she has a banger of a pop song, too. She like, does. Mm. She has a few. Yes. I really like her music. Right? Yeah. I didn't yes. want I like to. Music too. I watched True Grit, and I was like, I can't wait to see where this, what this little girl does. She is outshining Matt Damon and Jeff Bridges like yeah. on the same screen like effortlessly. And then she kind of like disappeared, and then like it's like, oh, Haley Steinfeld's got a new song. I was like, Haley Steinfeld has a a, a song? Okay, perfect. And I like, to it and I was yeah, like, that album God, was just so like fucking catchy. banger after banger. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to like it, but here I am. I'm in love. Boom. Uh, are you excited about any of the upcoming MCU shows, Beth? Me? Um, I okay. <laughs> I don't know. I. I enjoy all the MCU stuff that I watch. I just can't wrap my head around the um, the uh, the lore or whatever. It's really hard for me to keep all of that in my in my noggin. Um, so I watched most of uh, I watched all of WandaVision, all of Loki, most of Falcon and Winter Soldier. I called it the boy show. It was just boys. Um, <laughs> I'm just like, I um, boys and, go to uh, therapy. Boys, yeah. Uh, and yeah, I'll, I'll definitely watch, you know, at least some of everything that comes out. I am super amped about Hawkeye because I always, he and Black Widow were my, my fave, uh, Avengers. Um, and, uh, I, something I'm interested in with the MCU shows is that I think you do tend to see a lot of backlash from specific portion of the audience whenever women get an MCU solo movie. You know, it's regardless of, like, what the quality is of it or whatever. I mean, I think that Captain Marvel's fine, in my opinion. And I really loved Black Widow. But you do Mm -hmm. see, like, a lot of, like, just fucking unfuckable couch potatoes just being like, well, I I hate this movie. Boycott this movie. And it's just, like, I, I have a feeling that that might not be the case with shows. Like, are, I, I'll be interested to see if there's a diversion between, like, the amount of backlash between uh, a female-led film versus a female-led show, because I think you get more um, more variety in terms of character, like, the amount of time that a character yeah. takes up or something. So I will be interested to see, like, what the... <laughs> what the the troll discourse is on on upcoming no. mcu can i That's just thank point. you so much that i i thought it was bad i said that colin joe's face looked like his mouth took up 90 percent, and you just said the phrase unfuckable couch potato i am officially off the hook no one's coming for me anymore <laughs> yeah but colin joe's isn't crying woke when a woman is leading a terminator film because you know that's never fucking happened before right guys <laughs> <laughs> fucking dumbasses. <laughs> But no, you're you're totally right. It does like it's almost like a oh, as long as they stay in their lane type thing, then I'm okay with it. Like, cause like no one, I didn't hear any backlash about Wandavision, cause like you know that's that's Wanda's show. Yeah, that is, that is Scarlet Witch's show, and you don't hear anything about it. But, but like, 
just everything leading up to Captain Marvel was just like poisonous. And then everyone's like, why is Scarlett Johansson suing Disney? That movie would have flopped. In th- like, what MCU are you watching? And I will also say. That movie would have fucking flopped. Despite the fact that Scarlett Johansson is one of the original Avengers in the MCU. And is one of the biggest goddamn movie stars on the fucking planet. potatoes. <laughs> Beth, that is brilliant. I, I stole it from my own tweet a couple of days ago about the people who were criticizing Simone Biles, but um, I think it will become part of the Beth vernacular. Um, I I just get so... Um, okay. <laughs> um, no, no, no I, I'm not talking to you. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to Malcolm. Okay. Um, yeah. I can't remember what I was going to say. I'm sure it was... Uh, if... Uh, I'm sure it would be good. Whatever I was going to say, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> but um. yeah, but just like saying like, oh, like a uh, black, uh, black widow would have flopped. It was like, like you said, Captain Marvel was fine and it made a I, billion goddamn dollars. <laughs> I remember what I was going to say is that like when one, the dudes are getting cushy, I mean, not cushy, but just fair contracts up front for the most part. And then uh, two, it's like if a, if a dude had sued, Disney, it would not have made news. It would have no. been like, sure, yeah, okay. But it's just like people, um, I, y- yeah, people are programmed to think that a woman asking for more money is like an entitlement somehow. And yeah, yeah, yeah Scarlett like Johansson's gold, rich. Like the, they, they have the audacity to call Scarlett. I've heard people call ScarJo a gold digger. I'm like, I, just, I mean, everybody, one, everybody involved is very rich. And so yes. if you're like on Twitter, just like, I'm like, listen. I'm sorry that Disney is not going to be just like, like begging for soup on, uh, on a cold winter's day. It's just like, yeah, nobody's losing anything except for Scarlett Johansson in this situation. Not to mention her staff and the people that she pays to, um, to get her all these roles and help her out. So it's like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, she yeah. also, I think, I think to some extent too. I feel like there's a certain amount of responsibility that goes with being an A-list actor or A-list actress like Ascarjo or whatever, where even if she doesn't actually, like, let's let's say that it wasn't, she didn't take umbrage with what happened. It's in some ways her job to get litigious on it because some because she needs to pave the protocol for what's, yes. for the people behind her. She yes. needs if they're to call doing them this to Ascarjo, right they're definitely doing it to lower tier actors. Yes. So somebody Absolutely. has to, and so somebody, and especially in that position, Sort of, it's almost like uh, you got to sort of carry all the rest of us on your back. Sorry, you're going to have to pay for this. Sorry that you're going to look greedy and that you're going to, but like what you do helps us all out. And I feel like I feel that way just because of, I think my relationship with obviously like the Writers Guild and like how people have been so critical of the Writers Guild, like the way that they've been going, that they've gone on strikes and this thing that they just did with the agencies last year, but it always works. And it's because- they are stronger as a union when they push back on the hard things because if you don't get these things ironed out now, then it becomes precedent. And you don't want to have precedent to point to and say, like, well, we don't have to pay writers for stuff that gets goes straight to streaming. We don't have to pay them any percent because that's precedent. And now, you know, so I just I sort of feel like I give her all the, the leeway in the world because it's I feel like she's fighting a fight for everybody behind her as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I feel like I um I wouldn't be surprised if SAG uh if they haven't already got involved with like specifically uh 
with this streaming thing the way that the WGA has. I'm not keeping tabs on SAG, but um, they may have done that 10 years ago and I didn't hear about it. But um, I I think it's the same sort of thing you see with the the women's national team and the Olympics and stuff like that, that they are faced with incredibly heavy criticism like Simone Biles, um, where it's like, these women are just under a little bit extra scrutiny for whatever reason. Um, I wonder what it is. <laughs> um, well, what was it? For- the, the fucking Norwegian team, the volleyball team wore shorts and they got fined because they had to wear the bikini bottoms that are 10 centimeters. Like they had like, yeah. what competitive advantage do do have it? Like they're wearing fucking thongs basically on the beach. And it's like, no, we just want to wear like spandex shorts. Like, cause we're here to play volleyball. Yeah. Not, um, like, but like, so, so when I think specifically about like financially, these people wearing the the burden of everybody that will come after them and, and uh, are just forced to look greedy or whatever. But, you know, ultimately, uh, nobody is reading the tweets from John Deere of Ohio uh, email sent for my tractor, uh, <laughs> hopefully. So, yeah. Hey, the tractor's got Wi-Fi. It's got 5G on it. Mm-hmm. Just like yeah. my vaccine, according to John Boom. Deere. <laughs> no, everybody so, should get vaccinated, said. though. <laughs> yeah, everyone, everyone should get vaccinated. <laughs> 5G's amazing. It's worth it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's just um, – I forgot. What was the original topic? Was it TMMT? Uh, Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel. Marvel. Okay. I, I'm excited for this because, like, MCU, like, they've taken some risks with this these TV shows, and especially after Loki. Like, I'm curious to see what's going to happen next. Um, and they've nailed it. They've like, whether like the, some of the finales, I'm like, ah, they kind of rushed that. Maybe that's COVID blah, blah, blah. But overall the stories have been interesting. The characters have been like invigorating and I'm, I trust them with like these two new characters. I think it, Haley Steinfeld is going to be Kate Bishop. And then Miss Marvel seems interesting. Um, I'm great. I love it. I'm all about it. I am unabashedly a big MCU person. Uh, I'm excited to see how they keep everything in line, especially after Loki ends, because that shit was crazy. No spoilers yet for that, but that was wild. But yeah, it was ridiculous. But anyways. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm excited for this, too. Uh, I'm glad that they are moving it back a little bit in 2022, just because it is, I mean, yeah, we're getting so much things. We're getting Shang-Chi, Eternals, and Spider-Man on the movie side, and crazy. along with What If and Hawkeye, so um yeah and that's within what these last five months here so uh when i was looking at their schedule i'm like this looks like more structured than you know the olympics in eight years or what you know and it's like <laughs> they have that planned out yeah there. yeah pretty that's pretty true. wild the olympics needs to stop changing cities like uh i think mina kime said this it's like these cities build like these full stadiums and you know like wow. everything and then they just get abandoned like they don't get used like, I think that yeah. model's like not happening anymore, which thank goodness, which is why they already announced Brisbane in 2032 and why yeah. like LA was announced four years ago, which was, you know, 11 years yeah. before. So at least they, I they don't have time want to it prepare. to come here. I'm sorry. I don't want no, it to come to LA. But no, like I'm saying, like, we're, we're preparing Olympics, now. Pick a city maybe for three Olympics in a row. Just three Olympics and three summer, three winter, whatever you want to do. And then they don't have to have cardboard belts. Yeah. And then what? Then you. Then they don't have to have cardboard beds. Oh, they're have- gonna be fucking. They go like, yeah. Although cardboard beds cardboard apparently bed super sturdy and best. eco-friendly. I like, mean, I'm down. Yeah. I just, I just can't, like, 
we're going to make cardboard beds so the best athletes in the world can't have sex because who knows that the best athletes can figure anything out. They were allowed to, I, they made sure they were all having sex in the cardboard. No, I mean, uh, like, you know, you've seen videos of these people <laughs> jumping. Admit, that's a requirement. They checked if they were vaccinated and they yes. checked if they were fucking. You guys good? You guys need anything? A condom? Ah, oh, God love you. Um, uh, I mean, yeah, they, they have videos of them, them jumping, not, you know, doing the other thing on the bed. And then the fact that they are eco-friendly, I'm super for the cardboard beds, assuming that, I mean, the rest of the Olympics is so anti-eco-friendly. So yeah. 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 It does seem, it does seem strange that, um, yeah, uh, that, that I see what you're saying, Ben, that these stadiums, that this, all of these, these, the steel and the whatever is being used and. Yeah, it does like seem like Google, a lot of waste. Like Google, like, you know, whoever, like, Google, fu- probably fucking Rio. And, like, I guarantee you those those places aren't being used anymore. Like, they were barely used when they were there. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, oh, my gosh. I don't know how anyone competed in those Olympics or went to them. Like, everyone was, like, there's, like, videos of people getting robbed on their way to, like, the stadiums and stuff. It was fucking crazy. Um, but just, like, so many, like, like, stadiums and, like, event centers are just abandoned after they you know they build these multi-million dollar platforms for the olympics and i'm sure like hopefully it brings money into their into their country into the city whatever but then like the they're just gone that's the people who need it i mean yeah yeah. and i mean i think that la probably has the population uh that could probably sustain a little bit more of yeah. those uh th- so i live uh without doxing myself i live a little bit close to the inglewood um stadium that they're building and um i'm like what am i gonna do in tw- one it's like how do you plan that far in events i'm like am i yeah. gonna even be alive in 2028 i don't even know but like oh, um yeah. fingers crossed. <laughs> but um uh but yeah it's just like i don't know i'm stressed already yeah 100 percent. but at least like again they have like the time to to prepare for it and also like that's why they're choosing these cities with like the infrastructure that can handle it like la we have a bunch of stadiums we have a bunch Mm. of you know indoor arenas where we can host it we don't have to build 40 more stadiums like rio or i I know beijing also did so at least right at least they're they're looking ahead Especially but we only have too. four Uber drivers for all of LA right now. Yeah. So I don't know what we're gonna do about getting people around. Yeah, because well, the rich shows are like, I don't want the purple line through my Beverly Hills. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah it's just like I I don't know. I'm I'm not looking forward. I know I realize we're still like seven years away and everything, but oh, holy shit, am I not looking forward to the Olympics being here? Like, whew. It's it's gonna be a lot, and I live you know I live in the valley, so like I'm away from you know like the Coliseum and whatever yes. wherever they're gonna put it, but it's still just gonna be like oh cool, so I can't go over the hill for a month. Got it. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> can't I'll get on the held, highway. For I'll a be month. held up in my in my house like the purge or something. Yeah. Right. Uh, I out. feel like with by I'll then though we should be on the the Zeta variation of COVID, so okay. we'll probably yeah. be staying home anyway. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, we'll have made it to the Greek alphabet by then, right? Yeah, yeah. But uh, people will still be uh, uh, screaming of uh, herd immunity by that time. <laughs> <laughs> no, just let it let it play out, guys. You gotta let your immune system get used to things. You gotta let your antibodies die and bleed out of your nose and eyes. Everybody go I to Branson, it. Missouri. 
<laughs> yeah, I read somewhere that to reach herd immunity, we have to get something like uh, it, with the Delta variant, we have to go from they were estimating around like 70% of vaccinated people vaccinated to like 90% of people vaccinated. Yeah, we're not going to hit it. So yeah. Super fun. Love these times, baby. It is, it is pretty insane to just like be alive when the world is just like falling apart. Like, isn't, isn't that crazy? Like the ocean's on fire. Like everyone's arguing constantly online. Like everything's yeah. instantly accessible. So you're not, you, you can't be willfully ignorant of anything because it's right there in front of your face as you're scrolling. <laughs> I mean, you can be, it, it takes more work to be like willfully ignorant now than to be informed. It does. Um, yeah. But it's just like, it's, it's such a crazy thing to just like watch the world, like crumble, like become Blade Runner in front of our eyes. And Blade yeah. Runner seems like, like an optimistic outcome to where society is still moving forward. just not very well. Not we're all dead. And the planet is literally throwing us off into space. And unfortunately guys, there's no intergalactic pussy out there right now. You know what? Man. How dare you? You don't know that. I mean, as somebody who grew up with a, a fairly normal um, and at times idyllic childhood with where I was riding bikes, uh, yes. you know, the old street lights come home when the street lights are on, et cetera. Um, the idea that I would have to try this hard to find joy in my adult life didn't even catch me by surprise. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah. The idea that uh, almost the universe would be set up to inflict uh, depression upon everybody. Bit of a twist. Um, right. Thanks, yeah. Shyamalan. I love her. I love her. <laughs> that I would have to try. Where's, that, where's the Shyamalan old beach? Because I want to go there and just fucking <laughs> die real quick. <laughs> Can I just be there for like an hour and I'm good? Just, just, let me just Wait, die. I, I would go there for an hour and then I, I'm not going to spoil it. I would go there for an hour and then just like see if I looked like a, a gracefully aging uh, a silver fox uh, and then I would come back. Yeah. Let me, Is let this me like San Junipero? Do you guys remember Black Mirror's episode San Junipero? It's not that? like that. It's I not, do remember okay. it, but it's not like that. I never watched Black. I watched the Star Trek episode of Black Mirror and one other one. I can't even remember which one I, which other one I watched. But I loved uh, early, early Black Mirror. Yeah. I was a huge fan of. Yeah, huge fan. Same. I, yeah, here it's amazing. I need to go back and watch it. But it's like, I know it's like a, the common joke, like, oh, someone wrote this script for Black Mirror that we're living in now. Like, I get it. Everyone said it, but it's also yeah. like. I, like the fact that people went and watched Contagion when COVID started, that was like the most rented movie. Oh my God, you're the problem. You are the problem, Beth. You know what's even more fucked up is that like I had watched it like January 2020. I watched it. Um, when it all seemed like a foreign fiction. Um, so is do you think a it's part... a it's a great movie, in it's my a opinion? Good movie. It, I've yeah. seen the movie. It's a good movie. But, like, is there a part where, like, Matt Damon and Lawrence Fishburne, like, just go to a bar in the middle of the pandemic and it's like, oh, this is kind of over. We can we can go to Applebee's real quick. <laughs> I, I was talking with uh, with my, my good friends about this. They actually wrote a, an amazing script, like, mid-apocalypse, not any relation to uh, a, a sort of, you know, um, pandemic. But um, I, something we don't see in movies is, like, like we see a lot of preventing the apocalypse or post-apocalypse we don't see a lot of this like um 
this chill are we an apocalypse uh discourse movie we don't see like the mid sort of like you know it's like yeah. i don't know i think about like if the day after tomorrow was was like you know a sequel to the day after tomorrow called next week where everybody is just like kind of chilling like next. well what do we do like so yeah once the um once the urgency has worn off, there's only this kind of like, yeah, it's it's awkward. <laughs> We're in an awkward stage of humanity. Yeah. Um, but you know what? I I hate to do this, but I'm I'm having like a really good time chatting with you all here in a public forum, uh, where you know we all have to be our public versions of ourselves, et cetera. But I'm like having a blast here, and I think it's just like. God, if you can find anything that makes you happy for like a little bit of time, I think yeah. you gotta pursue that. Yes, one thousand percent. Here, here. Absolutely, and that, and that's the thing is that like like I love doing this show, but it's also on the other hand, it's like we have to be so up and like being our social selves and talking, and then at the end of this, like you know, I've got this, I've got backstage, and then I'm streaming, and then everyone's like, oh, do you want to grab a drink later? I'm like. What? Oh yeah, I, I don't like, know how oh. you do. I don't know how anybody like streams or is public, <laughs> like almost of the day. Yeah, I yeah, I I'm it's in awe. Lot. I'm it, in awe. It's definitely a lot for sure, but it's like it's you you still have people are acting like COVID didn't happen and we weren't like introverted all for a year, and maybe some people weren't honestly, um, but. It's just like everyone's like, oh, yeah, let's go out after work. Let's you know, let's do this. And like, I, I understand that side where it's like, yes, now we have shown that this can be taken away at a fucking drop of a hat. And we don't know when we're going to get it back. But it's also like, y'all, I've just spent like 10 hours being social from my desk. And now yeah. it's like, I don't want to sit at a bar and just be like, I just I want to go home. I just want to go. Yeah. Home. Like, I, I, I want to go out. I want to see friends. I want to be with you guys. But it's like. It's tough sometimes, and you gotta you gotta let people know that. I just had a real nice talk with my therapist, um, who said, yeah. She, "Yeah, who said she's like, I think you've maybe grown more introverted during the pandemic, and you know what? That's okay. That's good. Yeah. Hey, Kate, I, was that at uh, was that with BetterHelp? Because you know what, Kate, uh, this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness, or is preventing you from achieving your goals?" I don't know. Ben was saying uh, he got a little uh, trouble there, and so does Kate. We, I'm sure we all do, because BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can uh, you can log, sorry, you can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. There is a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit BetterHelp.com slash S-E-N live. That's better H-E-L-P. And join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. 
Special offer for SEN Live listeners. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash SEN Live. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash S-E-N Live. Help yeah. yeah. Help yeah. Help yeah. Well, I I also do better help ads on the podcast that I'm on. And what I always add is that like, and Kate, I know I have a feeling you can sympathize with me on this. It's like, it's so much easier online therapy via video. 100%. You just still, okay. And, and it's no, like when 100%. nobody, when nobody is offering you a tissue or, or like, no, you know, being like, there's a box of tissues next to you while you're leaking out your life force through your eyes and just sobbing. It's like, hell yeah, don't tell me I'm crying while I'm here with you in person. Like, just like, let me do it virtually and then we'll all be also, uh, healthier and happier. How, how, you know how on time I am for therapy? Oh my God. <laughs> don't have I to find parking. Like literally when I was doing in-person therapy, <laughs> I would get so like depressed by being late that I would like cancel on my therapist. Like, oh, well, I would just be like, I'd be like, forget it. I'm, I'm not coming in. Yeah. I'm two minutes late. That's $30. I'll never get back. Yeah. You know? like, <sighs> yeah. I think I need, I think I need to get therapy. <laughs> like, I think I need therapy. Everyone needs Everyone does. therapy. Everyone. I, everybody. If you think you don't need therapy, that's a symptom of needing therapy. <laughs> I, I've met like two people who genuinely don't need therapy in my entire life. Um, and here's, but this is what I will say about it too. I feel like the thing is that everybody deserves to talk about themselves. Everybody deserves that. So the truth is if you think that you're actually good because you can talk about yourself enough with uh, your friends or your partner or whoever, the, that's the problem. You're, those people need you to get therapy because they need some of or you your need to pay them. Or you need to pay them. Yeah. Yeah. Because the truth is, it's I, there's nothing. There is nothing to me like knowing. Listen, I do. I come on here and maybe talk about myself 50 minutes out of the, the two hours. Sure, sure. But the point is that, that I don't have to have guilt when I'm like I'm paying this woman to sit and like listen to. Well, this was tricky. This thing that I had to navigate. And da, 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 da. Yeah. Anyway, it's, it's it's a good thing. I, I love my friends and I, I honestly, I mean, there's just a group of friends that I literally do consider my family and, and everything. And I would, I would do anything for them. That said, your friends are not like load bearing center walls, uh, on yes. which you can <laughs> engineer your, your house of emotion. Um, you, you, you like, you know, you, you just gotta, you got to have an analogy that was, was holy that was shit. shit. Wow. No, no, no. Go back. Can someone please write this down? They are not load-bearing center walls on which you can wait what was it i it wasn't it was it didn't so make good um no it made it made all the sense it in made the like world. really like too good of sense honestly wait, i know <laughs> load-bearing um, center hole that could uh, upon which you can engineer your emotional house yeah or your house of emotion etc you know like um, maybe it was arch architecture yeah, it's yeah. her book of poetry. It's on sale right now. This woman is a goddamn artist. That's this is yeah. This is a woman who has a control of words. No for, question. Uh, for for that phrase and other things that kind of make sense until you think about it again. Yeah, by my by my book. Um, it's called right. the Immortal Soul Salvage Yard. <laughs> I hate the title. Mm -hmm. I love the title, and I'm proud of it. But it's also, um, I it's something that's hard to bring up because I they're like, 
they're like, you're a poet. I'm like, yeah, but I'm not one of those pretentious poets. They're like, what's your book called? I'm like, it's called The Immortal Souls Alvage Jar. <laughs> like, <they're> like, okay, <laughs> well, fuck you. Oh, I gotta tell you, Beth may blow your mind. You know what I'm saying? She may blow your mind. Okay. <laughs> Boom. Why? I love how Kate's talking to us like she's like in the <laughs> sweet 16 summer right now. Yes. Yeah. I wish I could. I'm actually going to show you guys where I am right now. It's the most beautiful. This trip has been fraught, but it is so beautiful. Fraught. fraught. Yeah, this is like a a B and B that that you're it in right now. Yeah. Oh, I love a good B and B. Yeah. Is it haunted? Can you see? Okay, I'm gonna have to take oh, you out the patio. Perfect freeze. Oh no. Love okay, it. Okay, you're back. You're back. You're back. Okay, okay. Let me see if I can. Hey, actually, you know what? We should set a dollar amount. I'll show you. I'll show, show you. Don't be a fucking creep. Boom. What happened? It's like okay, oh. feet. <laughs> You fucking oh. hell yes! You have to pay. Okay, you know what? Right? Hey, yeah. Keep your feet out of frame Time unless somebody pays. Put in bits. I don't know why I'm not even stopping. Can you guys see this? Whoa, Hamina, Hamina, where are you? What's your exact location? Yeah, what are your coordinates? Yeah. What are my coordinates? My coordinates are on the corner of. My mother-in-law didn't want me in the house, so she got us a hotel. Heck yeah. Oh my God. I love hotels. <laughs> and that's why it's been fraught. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like a win for both of you, I yeah, guess. It's a very long story, everyone. Okay, okay. But that being said, um, it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. But, but Kate, you got to keep those feet down unless okay. somebody coughs up the, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm pretty sure foot fetishes would not happen surrounding my feet. <laughs> you would think, you would think, right? I, I think that think. foot fetishes are the best thing that's happened to the internet because it's just like you can make money just by being uh, anatomically correct. And that's great. Love it. Love Although it. I uh, Alex, do we have anything yeah. else on the docket? You go want to read some uh, Streamlabs? Get some Streamlabs, Red. Uh, we got... Uh, Momenati, who says, uh, cheer, 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 bits leader. How do I read these bits things? Uh, if it says cheer, that's one? just like the, the command for it. Um, I'll do this. But there should be messages after it. Okay. Thank you, Shmominati, for that. Um, let's see. Who else we got here? We got Crazy Legs 208 who donated and said, seems good, one. So, but nothing else after that. So, okay. yay. Wait, was it legs. seems good one? Seems good. Okay. Uh, yeah. Seems good. Seems good. Love that. Um, seems good. Yeah. Atlas, Atlas of the Moon also uh, gave us a hundred bits, saying seems good. A hundred. Seems good. Yeah. Sean Sully says. Can everyone, uh, can everyone put in a hundred bits and just say seems good, so Alex has to read all of them. Yeah. <laughs> Sean Sully says, Shamrock, these are bits. Shamrock a thousand. So wait, do I read the, the Oh my god. <laughs> just it's the Shamrock is like just the emote he put next to it. <laughs> wait, that, sounds, that must be Sean Sullivan. Yeah. Hey Shawnee. PC player 13 says, are scare alerts on? No, they're not. <laughs> What's a scare alert? 
Uh, oh, um, I can tell you. Um, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Kate. Okay. Yes, please. Um, so scare. It's an abbreviation. And oh, I'm excited. I'm excited. That's the first one. So it's um, it's SC for South Carolinans. Okay. okay. And then A R E. Um, that part they stopped being an abbreviation. Um, okay. That part is so it's just South Carolinas are so South South Carolinans are. And then you give an alert for what, if there's a South Carolina in the chat, they give an alert for what they are. Okay. So they might say like, you might just all of a sudden hear like, hungry. And that's because <laughs> that South Carolinan is hungry. Oh man. Can, can or, we get a scare Scorpio in the house? <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's, yeah, that's how Twitch works. So yeah, that is how Twitch works. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Mm -hmm. uh, scare alerts are from my stream. Uh, I do. I play uh, horror games, and people Hell can send yes. in bits. And there's like really loud scare alerts that haunt my nightmares, and it's super oh, fun. Oh my gosh! Okay, this is exciting. That's Yay. tonight at six o'clock. If you guys want to tune in. What are you playing I tonight? I've got. Uh, Evil sure. Within. It's a really fucked up game. <laughs> Hell yeah! Is this Hell a video yeah. game? So you're playing scary yes. video games? Oh my god! So like what the a game itself is scary, and then yes. they'll send like like the the psycho scream sound. Like, oh rant, rant, my rant. god! Like, okay, really this is fabulous. Yeah, I, I I go to Not Scary Farm, or mm. you know, most years, and um, I'm always like the one that they select out the weak the weak lamb that they separate yeah. from the herd because I just <laughs> I love being scared. I love it, and uh, and then I also scream. So yeah. <laughs> Okay, so does Not Scary Farm need to have a new name? Because it, I always Never. think of it as not scary. It's not scary. Yeah, it's no, not scary. It's like, if you get it, you get it. You know, it's like, <laughs> that's part of the brand. It's like, no, they're not Six Flags. They're not Disney. You know, it's like, it's Not Scary Farm. And it's like, if you, if you, when you're here, you're family. <laughs> uh, the, uh, they fall somewhere on the Olive Garden spectrum and that Olive is a family sue. business. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, Not Scary Farm is, uh, the shit and I love it. Love it. Love that for him. Love that for you as well. Thank you. Being part of the Not Scary family. Mm -hmm. uh, Alex, what else you got? Any subs, any donations? Uh, Tim Sim says, um, unfuckable couch potatoes. Beth, that mm -hmm. is brilliant. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you, Tim Sim, for that. Uh, Feral Unfiction donated on Streamlabs saying, like, by the way, the stalker is legacy name in Star Wars. The ship is Avenger, backed by PLD there. Okay, then your boy Thomas better win. Star Wars match. The mighty Jabba is watching there. Okay. Yep. Cool. No. Well, that's gonna happen, obviously. But what was the first part? Do I need to respond to the uh, first? I think it was like one of the like uh, there's like a question that uh, Andrew Dimalanta got wrong in this in the speed round, and people oh. were arguing because like I think it was originally called something, and then like when Disney bought stars, they might have changed the canon or something like that, but they, uh, they couldn't cool. challenge. Cool. Um, uh, Goddard, you know you know how uh, Harper and uh, Ross did on the play along. Uh, I think they went perfect. Yep, they did. <laughs> They sure did. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm not worried not about worried. Thomas at all. <laughs> yeah, not worried. <laughs> oh, Tim Sim says, fandom and everything can get dark and toxic. It really does suck. It does. It really it's does. Funny. I can't wait. Um, I hope they cast like a female Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle and watch the internet fucking implode. 
Like, yeah. there was a female Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Where are her turtle yeah, titties? You don't fucking know that, Come Malcolm. You, um, actually, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> let me just have my goddamn joke. Wait, Jesus there was? Christ. There was? Yeah, a... there was. I don't know anything about her, but she did exist. She had a It wasn't just April, the reporter? Oh. I don't know. Turtle titties, turtle titties, <laughs> turtle come titties. on. <laughs> I'm already horny enough for fucking Judy Hopps, Beth. I don't need to be confused even more. Oh my God. For the record, I just want to let you guys know my tortoise, my tortoise, who apparently all tortoises are turtles, but not all turtles are tortoises, so whatever. But my tortoise, Tommy Johnson, maybe might be Tommy Johnson, a lady, because apparently turtles' anatomy does not indicate like you can't tell until they hit a certain age if they've got the female or the male cloaca or whatever it's called that's beautiful yeah that's so, so honestly cool. michelangelo and leonardo might both be ladies and we just didn't know okay wow her name was venus de milo yeah yes venus de milo she was introduced in the yeah. television series ninja turtles the next mutation which looks like it was live action, had the same sort of um, costumes as the original movie. I guess. Ooh. You know what I? You know what job I want? I want to be the person that titles like I, the IP, like the sequels and stuff like that, using the words that they already have. You know, it's like uh, I'm trying to think of. Um, of course, I can't remember anything at this point. But you know, I think about like. Uh, multiverse of madness quantumania or something it's yeah. like i'm like i want that job to just to do the 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 like subtitles i just want subtitle job you want, the, like, you want the after the colon yeah um yeah. Yeah, always, always like spider-man far and away um <laughs> <laughs> you know like that's what I all have irish accents for some reason yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's one of my favorite rick and morty jokes uh was like he's like oh what's wrong with the spaceship rick is it the quantum carburetor is like morty you can't just put sci-fi words in front of something to make it sci-fi oh look the microbus battery is out it's like that's that's <laughs> one of like the the most quiet jokes where like he just makes fun of morty for doing that then he does that because that's what all it's like Exactly what Marvel's like, oh, quantum physics. Or like, what was it in Star <laughs> Trek, um, Wrath of Khan? They're like, oh, we have a cold fusion bomb to like freeze this volcano. Cold fusion is not cold. It's not cold. Cold fusion's not cold, but they did that. Go, JJ. <laughs> you know, I don't like Rick and Morty, but I love its fan base. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I watched a few episodes that were funny. I try not to quote Rick and Morty because the fan base is <gasps> just worse. I try not to quote it too much, but that is just one of my favorite jokes from there. But that that Reddit post that went viral is the funniest goddamn thing of like, oh, you really have to be like super intelligent. Oh, I totally like forgot about this. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Well, there's an episode about dragons being horny. Yeah, you have to really be a fucking smart whippersnapper <laughs> to get this one. Yeah. Watching the cartoon made me smarter. Don't you know? Yeah. 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 Nice. It's like the same guys that have like Tyler Durden poster in their bedroom is like, I want to be Rick when I grow up. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't want to be a nihilistic alcoholic that everybody hates. I hope I hope you don't want to be that. You know, but like once we can make therapy cool, we can really sort of cut down on that specific population. Um, yes. Uh, yeah. I'm hope I'm hoping so. I'm really I'm really hoping so. Like the fact that people unironically love Tyler Durden, even though it's Brad Pitt 
with like shredded abs talking about how self-improvement is masturbation. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I love the way he looks, even if it's completely, uh, just uh, untenable. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I watched Fight club recently and I think I got it the way that it was supposed to be gotten. I, you know, it's like we went through an entire 10 years of people, uh, consuming it the way that it was not supposed to be consumed where it was, I don't know. Now, yeah, now I'm just a bro who loves Fight Club. Well, there we I, go. Yeah, I got to tell you, I appreciated that they did put that one part in where the extra walked by and goes, whoa, you're cut, you know? Yeah. Or yeah. Like, yeah. You're, so pretty. you're such a pretty boy and you're cut. Yeah. And then just kept going. Like, that was the part I felt was really you're important. You're way too hot yeah. to be imaginary. What are you doing? Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just glad they put that part in. Yeah. So. Um, have was, we made have we made a billion dollars today? Yeah, uh, uh, two billion. We've made a two bit billion dollars today. So a if bit. you guys could spare some change uh, and send in a schmobot because it is dry, and we're not. No, that happens when I'm on the show. I'm I'm no. money poison for. No, you're for not. Beth. Here's the thing. I think actually you have such intelligent, great things to say people want to like stop and listen to you and like, don't want to like, go, like dig through the change in their couch to put it in because you, they want to, they're, they're wrapped. You keep them wrapped with attention. What's the, I what's that. the I also think that, that once, like once you have two women, two women on the show, you're in like, you know, Oh, they're gold diggers. You know, they're, uh, <laughs> they're, uh, yeah. It's like, well, they're always trying to, they're always trying to, to get their agenda. <laughs> when did when did SCN get so woke? Oh my gosh! <laughs> so this is my second time being on. Are there games in every show, or just when uh, when Mother Roxy is here? No, I'm gonna come up with some games for the rest of the week. Uh, if uh, if it's gonna be like this, honestly, because yeah, your boy needs this job. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, definitely will be games and we are going to be making like different alerts for gifted subs. Uh, oh, cool. yeah. Scare. So uh, I bet it's probably, also, oh, sorry. No, I was going to say a scare alert just came in. Uh, oh, okay. Scare alert. Uh, happy. Oh, so somebody in South Carolina is happy. So that's cool. Cool. Guys. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Cool. Um, I, I, I also, I'm legitimately curious, uh, what the, um, what the audience shift is from YouTube to Twitch or like, um, it seems sorry, to be a lot more positive. Oh, really? Okay. Really? I'm liking it so far. And we're getting like, you know, we were barely breaking like 250 on YouTube. And now we like, we were at 450 yesterday. We're at 350, 400 today. So, wow. Hopefully, I mean, I know it's day two, but you know, You're talking about people watching. Yeah. People watching. Great. No, not the money we've made. No, 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 no. <laughs> We're at about uh, 60 bucks right now or so in pure okay. donations. So if you guys can send in a Schmobot, I really would appreciate it. Yeah, we don't want a scare alert text coming from Christian. <laughs> yes. But yeah, uh, so also did uh, uh, Alex did you make that Facebook post for suggestions on the SCN hey, Facebook group? Hey, corn, you underscore guy donated $20. You've made $2 billion. Yeah. That's almost 1% of Bezos' net worth. <laughs> almost we're almost there we're almost there yeah jeff i know you're watching um uh, thank you for having us on twitch uh for hosting shout out to jeff shout out to jeff yeah. um yeah just donate whatever you can man thank you appreciate yeah. you jeff yeah 
Thank you. Thank you so much, Jeff. Uh, Wiley, Henry, and Helga, thank you so much for the subscriptions. I Helga Sanchez that. donated uh, $20. Okay. Oh, wow. Take my money. <laughs> thank you so much, Helga, for the sub and for the Schmobot. We appreciate that. I just like, it's so funny, like, uh, yeah, hearing uh, you guys talk, do the Jeffrey Bezos, and then just saying, like, the, thanks for the sub, man, I appreciate that, like, he has that scene <laughs> where he, like, streams the game, he's like, thanks for the six months, really appreciate you, bro, <laughs> he just yeah. says that offhand, it's like, god damn it, that's me, isn't it, shit, <laughs> it's fucking me, fuck, Jeffrey Bezos as a now. name, as a name, sounds like, I don't know. It sounds like a kid writing a Santa Claus letter. And it's like, oh, and we have a letter from little Jeffrey Bezos. And uh, he's wanting us to all fuck ourselves. Okay. <laughs> he's going to go also... fly off in his penis rocket while we starve to death because yeah. they won't cancel rent. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not impressed by people going to to space. Uh, so rich for. I'm not impressed by rich people going to space. Uh, pull a Hillary Swank and go into the core of the Earth and then call me. Right. <laughs> don't honestly, Beth. Don't even tempt it because they're like. Did you like? He looks like fucking Lex Luthor. Jeff Bezos looks like fucking Lex Luthor now. So he'll do it. He'll fucking do it <laughs> with another penis-shaped rocket. <laughs> I think I've avoided to to look at him. I think I've avoided to find out what he looks like. Um, he looks like he looks like one of the husbands on any of the Real Housewives franchises. Okay, okay. He looks like Voldemort with a nose. Oh yeah, hell yeah. With a nose. Oh That's man, couldn't perfect way to put it. Money can't buy that successful hair transplant, though. Yeah. You know. But I'll tell you what he. So has... to Elon Musk. <laughs> exactly. Um, he looks like um yeah no he looks like Ray Fiennes apparently. He looks like okay. with a nose. Call me yeah. when you look like Joseph, Jeff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that wasn't a that wasn't a spike towards bald one. people. I think that I think that bald people fucking rock it when they rock it. And then yes. if you also have a hair transplant, that's fine. But it would it strikes me as on brand for Jeff to want desperately a hair transplant, but for it to uh, be completely unsustainable on his his barren wasteland of a head brain. <laughs> and that's the thing, like, do you think Jeffrey thinks that he's bald, or do you think he insists that, no, I shaved my head, but I could grow hair if I wanted to? I don't care. <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just don't care about him. Uh, yes, and, Beth? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I don't care. I don't care. I think he thinks it's a choice. Yeah. Yes, we got one from Tim Sim again. From uh, thank you very much, Tim Sim. He says, at least for the 2026 FIFA World Cup, it won't be concentrated in one American city, but all Helga over the country. Helga Sanchez donated no twenty dollars. Yes. When I saw Bo Burnham say thank you for the five months, I was like, ha ha, nice Ben Goddard parody. I definitely thought of you too, but I wouldn't even know. I didn't even know that to be true. So it was more unfair on my end that I've never even seen you do a Twitch. And I was like, I feel like this is what Goddard does. It, it, that, that's, oh, God damn it. I have a brand now. <gasps> Unfortunate. Oh. Unfortunate. So you're oh, reading out damn. subs, but are you, are you hearing dubs? I'm okay. Just dubs. <laughs> that's a, that's an anime joke. 
for oh uh, i thought you meant like wins like w's but oh I'm, no. definitely a, I'm definitely a subs over dubs guy i thought you meant dubs like the tires sorry i'm <laughs> just rolling on basketball dubs. team rolling on dubs you know about dubs? i got the joke bad thanks malcolm <laughs> what's the anime joke about dubs subtitles um, or dubs? i don't actually oh. watch anime um need to say that for my reputation <laughs> sure, sure i'm on a D podcast but i don't watch anime Wait, um this is what I, I need to ask you beth okay i'm ready i've been very interested in trying dungeons and dragons i don't I'm... know once you once you pop the fun don't stop so, okay, so... Uh, i would i wouldn't risk it <laughs> well i feel like also is my son who is six but a uh, total sweaty would he is he too young for it i i honestly okay so i don't really know anything about dungeons and dragons beyond dungeons and daddies um which is a podcast it's not a bdsm thing um <laughs> i it, so i've never like played it outside of that but i think like honestly it it resides so much in the cool world of make believe, and you can craft your own stories about uh, around like whoever you're playing with. That I think yeah. it's like it doesn't seem, um, honestly, it's it doesn't seem any different from like just playing pretend when you're a kid. But it yeah. has the added consequence of dice rolling, which I think also teaches kids something about adulthood, which is that sometimes for a couple of years you're rolling a uh, a crit one and. Uh, you know, trying to get back to that natty 20, baby. But, uh, no. Okay. There okay. is a lot of math involved, but it's all okay. just addition. But it's, well, good. Then he needs, because yeah. I just got to tell you, it just seems like something like, I don't know. I just feel like I'm really into these sort of like, like I love deck building games now. And I feel like I'd really, I don't know. I feel like. Dungeons I feel like you'd love it then. Cause I, I'm, I'm um, I, honestly, I, I've got ADD and I'm, I'm a little bit stupid when it comes to um, like the rules and the things that I'm allowed to do and the thing, the options of things that I have available to me. And then the different uh, um, types of, of like players that you can play and stuff like that. It all goes a little bit, uh, over me and I'm not honestly super interested in in high fantasy just in my natural resting state but that said that ability to um to sort of explore storytelling through random chance has been like super thrilling honestly so I think yeah I think there's an element that before I was on Dungeons and Daddies thought that D&D &D was only for smart nerds. And now I, I do, I think I realize that it can be for everybody and it doesn't have to be um, set in a specific world or whatever. Yeah, Great. I definitely want to play Dungeons too, for sure. Like I know have like Sean Salt. No, I've never played it. Uh, I played Magic with like Emma Fife uh, at her, her place the other night and that was fun. Um, but I know like Sean Sullivan's a big dungeons person and I tried to do something for my subathon, but it like everyone was busy and couldn't do it, but I want to okay. reschedule it for sure. I want to start an SCN campaign. I want to get a bunch of people together and run something for everybody. Dude, I'm so down. So fucking Ooh. down. I'll That's one. And everything. <laughs> I just get so nervous doing it. I, I, um, I even told my, my co-host that I don't think I could ever play it um like in front of people without them i'm completely codependent now i just yeah. uh, i it, it really gives me anxiety to have to choose uh 
to choose the best thing to do in front of people who might have actual knowledge of what the best thing to do is. So um, talk about that a lot in therapy, ultimately. The fact that I've been able to pull my therapist into hearing about my D&D woes is the ultimate win for me, I guess. So there you go. I gotta tell you, we've been playing the um, Harry Potter. It's like a deck building game. It's called Battle for Hogwarts, I think it's called. Let me see. Okay. What does deck building mean? It's like, like at least this particular game I have, it's like you get it and there's a certain thing that it's gonna, it's gonna basically the the certain mechanics of the game are gonna stay the same, but like you open up deck one, which is year one. So it's certain characters from year one, and like you play it, and then you sort of master that game, and then you can add year two. You like shuffle those cards into it, and so on. And like once you get past year, like years one through three are played the same, but then, but then like then extra cards get added in. And then by the time you get to year seven, like you've just built all of these decks, like all of these villains are all like the villains in year one. It's like, you know, or like year two is like, it's the basilisk and it takes, you know, it's got six things that in order to defeat it, but like by year seven, it's Voldemort and it takes like 12 attacks to sort of, anyway, I, I, that's my understanding of what deck building is. That's the guy at the game store told me. It's just like when you add, but it's, Ben, I'm telling you, you would love this game. <laughs> uh, maybe yeah, in the it sounds, ben. Maybe yeah, in the sounds like you're primed and ready to go D and D wise. Then okay. um, we've on the podcast that I'm on, we've done a different, a few different systems, RPG systems for like our 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 Patreon like uh, um, uh, mini series and stuff like that. And it's, so it's been, I feel like we've tried a lot of them, and they're all obviously the same sort of thing where you roll dice and you get asked to do things um but uh yeah i think if you find like maybe one of those simpler ones which you could probably ask reddit for um i think like having doing that with a with one of your kids would be super fun yeah yeah absolutely there's a stranger things like D starter set that you can buy that i think yeah. is mostly geared towards kids but oh yeah. Like, okay. D D is awesome for like the whole family. You you can get okay. everybody involved and have like a really fun game night. You just right. need somebody to like go hard in the paint to run the game, but everybody else can just show up without any knowledge about it and have a good time. Great. Yeah, it's all That's... about the the dungeon master, like uh, about him like setting the stage and everything like that. Okay. So do I need to hire a dungeon master? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I feel like you would make a good dungeon master. Yeah, no, anybody can do it. You just need to like do the put in the time and the effort for okay. it. Okay. Yeah, it requires a little preparation. I say a mm-hmm. little, but like I've never done this and I would never do it. And every okay. DM that I've worked with has been incredible and it's just been one. Anthony Birch. Got to give it up. Give it up, Anthony Birch. Yep. If you love uh, Anthony Alex, Birch, do you have any more donations before we head out? Yes, we have plenty. We got Tim Sim uh, saying, well, at least the 2026 People World Cup won't be concentrated in a city or a few states, uh, which is very true. Thank you, Tim Sim. I don't know if you heard about that, but 2026 World Cup is going to be co-hosted by Canada, U.S., and Mexico. So Aww. plenty of different stadiums all, uh, in North each America country. North America Unite! Will... Yes, exactly. Um, all right, we got Funky Baba Ganoush saying, what's a Kappa Kappa? don't know what that's the reference to. What's a Kappa, Kappa, Kappa? 
No, don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Sim Sim says, seems good. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Seems a new good. guy says, seems good as a global Twitch emote. Uh, Shamrock 100, Pride 100 are, are just various emotes you can donate bits with. Thank you, new guy. Appreciate that. Thank you for letting me know. KenJack1984 says, seems good. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> KenJack1984 says, need Beth on the show uh, more often. She has been great today. Oh, thank you. She's the best. We can mm-hmm. say it. Uh, last one for now from Christian Billstrip. Hi, Beth Mate. You are a great addition to an already awesome group. Speaking oh, of the Olympics. thank you. Speaking of the Olympics, I cried yesterday when Danish badminton player Victor Axelsen won gold. I'm not very nationalistic, but that got me. Do you cry at sports and or weird things? Definitely do. Are they? Uh, yes. yes. I cry yeah. literally, sure. you know, Every ABC day. doesn't mean always be closing. It's always be crying. Thank you. Um, yeah, I, I cry That's my alphabet. recreationally at pretty much everything. Um, I don't really cry at sports if my team loses, but like if anything mildly inspirational happens, I'm just like a fucking wreck. Um, what's the last weird thing I cried at? Um, how how are you with the the women's team losing? I know you're a big soccer person. Oh, uh, I was really I was really bummed. I didn't I didn't cry, but um, I was really gutted, especially because they, uh, you know, as is common. Uh, just discussion these times they haven't really been playing like themselves and stuff like that but I think yesterday we really saw a glimpse of of what the team is at least you know when they're when they're cohesive and when they're playing great and so for that to be just kind of overturned by I honestly think a dubious VAR although you know watching it was it a penalty maybe maybe not it's just like the Mm -hmm. VAR I think it's it's helped in some cases, but I. And VAR is like video replay, right? Yeah, and it's it, yeah. it's been used on uh, well, can, on a lot I of calls. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. What is the acronym for VAR, Kate? Well, it's vagina always ready. Okay, 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 okay. And um, that is, I'm. In that case, we're not ready. seeing it enough, but um, <laughs> uh. But, you know, and then with Alyssa Nair going down with that that knee injury was super, uh, it was super hard. And then for France to get out there and then be stuck immediately with a penalty kick, that is so hard, especially with her Olympic, I think it's her Olympic debut. And, um, you know, they played pretty well, like the best we've seen them uh, yeah. so far. And so to, to end that in a loss, uh, it was just really, really gutting. And, um I, you know, knowing the U.S. Nationals team as I do parasocially from afar, it's like you never see them being satisfied with something like third place. So I hope that they can refocus and be ready to just like give it their all on um, on Wednesday or tomorrow. I, I like technically Thursday for the bronze yeah. uh, for the bronze game, especially because we saw them playing so defensively minded against Australia before. So I'm going to be interested to see what, um, what Flacco brings out uh, for that game, hopefully to, to go all out. And this has been my ESPN corner for, uh, you know, so I, I'm not a huge sports person, but I I do love women's soccer. And so my roommates have been like, we have never seen this side of you because true. It only comes out like every, every two years at the most. Um, uh, 
Well, one of your roommates, in fairness, one of your roommates said, I've never seen this side of you. Oh, gee, I've never seen this side of you before. Frank loves soccer, too. Frank Frank loves, uh, Frank actually let me. loves soccer. Yeah. Soccer, I love soccer. He lets me share his FIFA 2020 with him. I can never say a bad thing about Frank. Like, I I honestly, I just bust his balls. That is not, he's like, he, he actually would say to me, he's like, your accent is not accurate. Yeah, he would say that. You yourself. <laughs> not what we sound like. It's not what we sound like at all. <laughs> That's what we're I don't know. Kate over at the den. Uh, <laughs> I don't like that accent, but she had a good draft. I don't know what that accent's <laughs> about, though. You were the Did you Put yourself in the echo chamber, Frank. <laughs> yeah. um, Beth, where did you go to school? Uh, Forkham Devils, ASU, almost flunked out a few times. It was not a very good, I was a good student sometimes, but not always. So I just feel like you're very brilliant. That's uh, very kind and wrong of you. <laughs> it's my, uh, that's my MO, kind and wrong. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Cool, 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 cool. Alrighty, guys, uh, anything got, else before we head out, Alex? Got one more from a new guy who says, why is the Dungeon Master got to be a him, Ben? Oh fuck off! I almost, <laughs> I almost said something like that, but I'm like, no, I was too tired. I couldn't bring it up. <laughs> Alrighty, guys, thank notice. you so much for today. Um, not gonna lie, we are like, I'm not, I'm gonna level with you guys. Okay. We need more donations to keep this show going. That's okay. all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. Thank you guys for the support. We got a lot of subs, a lot of bits today. We do need a bit more like following the week, but we are going to come with games. I'm going to make it worth your while. I promise. But thank you guys so much for the day. Appreciate that. Malcolm hit the music guys. Go buy Beth May's book. Go straight right now. Uh, Marzonia on Spotify. Go donate for kids. I don't know. Kate, what do you have going? <laughs> I got nothing. Honestly, just keep rooting for the den. <laughs> yeah. Keep rooting. For, go buy some den merch. Yeah. And, and some quirky and, uh, merch. I'm, we got backstage over merch. on YouTube at 12.30, guys. We've got FCL right after that at 3 o'clock. Two big matches. And then we've got me streaming on Twitch at 5.30 afterwards. So check out any Hamana, Hamana. Hamana, Hamana, Hana. We got a full, full day of you not going anywhere and being glued to the screen. Don't go outside. It's terrible. Thank you guys so much. Peace out.